Hello family of Christ, welcome to another episode of Daily Christ with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition. And our wonder chapter today is Genesis chapter 15. As we listen to the word of prayer, Almighty Loving Father, I want to thank you for the gift of this wonderful day. I want to thank you for the gift of death. I want to thank you for the gift of provision. I want to thank you for everything you have done in our lives, small and big alike. I want to pray and thank you that as we spare some time, May come and be amid us as where we have gone wrong. Almighty Father, may you forgive us. May you bless the works of our hands. We put all our dreams and aspirations into your hands that you, O oh Lord, who sees everything, may align us with your plans. We pray this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who gives us strength. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan. And today, from Genesis 15, our wonder chapter. That's what we're going to look at. The heading is the Lord's covenant with Abram. So as usual, I'm going to first read and then we shall go through what I've understood. And yeah, we call it a day. After this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. Your very great reward. But Abram said, Sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless and I'm the one who will inherit and the one who will inherit my estate is Eliza of Damascus. And Abram said, You have given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. Then the word of the Lord came to him, This man will not be your heir, but a son who is your own flesh and blood will be your hair. He took him outside and said, Look up at the sky and count the stars. If indeed you can, count them. Then he said to him, So shall your offspring be. Abraham believed God, and he credited him to him as righteousness. He also said to him, I am the Lord who brought you out of our of the Chaldeans to give you this land to take possession of it. But Abram said, Abram said, Sovereign Lord, how can I know that I shall gain possession of it? So the Lord said to him, Bring me a heifer, a goat, and a ram, each three years old, along with a dove and a young pigeon. Abram brought all these to him, cut them in two, and arranged them, the halves opposite each other. The birds, however, he did not cut in half. Then praise of flesh came down on the carcasses. But Abram drove them away. As the sun was setting, Abram fell into a deep sleep, and a thick and dreadful darkness came over him. Then the Lord said, Know for certain that for four hundred years your descendants will be strangers in a country, not their own, and that they will be enslaved and ill-treated them. But I will punish the nation they serve as slaves, and afterwards they will come out with a great possession. You, however, will go to your ancestors in peace and be buried at a good age. In the fourth generation, the descendants will come back here, for the sins of the Amorites has not yet reached its full measure. When the sun had set and darkness had fallen, a smoking breeze with a blazing torch appeared and passed between the pieces. On that day, the Lord made a covenant 
with Abraham and said, To your descendants I will give this land, from Wadi of Egypt to the great river, the Euphrates, the land of the Kenites, Kenizzites, Kalmanites, Hittites, Perizzites, Raphites, Amorites, Canaanites, Gigashites, and the Jebusites. So this is where our story for today ends. Our chapter ends. It's basically the story of the covenant between Abraham and God when God was telling Abraham of how he's going to have a countless number of descendants. So what do we learn from today's story? The first point that I want us to take across is verse 1. Yeah? Verse 1. What does verse 1 say? Now some of you will be like, eh, you overlove verse 1. But no, this verse 1 has something that really intrigued me. After this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram, I'm your shield, your very great reward. Amen. Do not be afraid, Abram. You can replace Abram with your name. Do not be afraid, Sarah. Do not be afraid, Mavi. Do not be afraid, Kansime. Do not be afraid, Joshua. Do not be afraid, Alan. Do not be afraid, Nina. There's so many people. Maybe like you not mentioned my name. It's okay. Put your name. Do not be afraid. Why? Why shouldn't you be afraid? Because the Lord is your shield and great reward. Amen. I think we all know what shields are used for. I think we're all very familiar with stories of bows, arrows, shields, that stuff. Shields were used for defense. Amen. So that is telling you, do not be afraid. He has not said that enemies won't shoot arrows. He hasn't said that enemies won't shoot their spears. But he has said, I'm your shield. So they are obviously going to fire arrows. They're obviously going to shoot their spears. But they will land on your shield. Amen. That's the Lord. Now, when I say arrows, I don't just mean arrows. Eh? These arrows can be words, these arrows can be suffering, these arrows can be anything. These arrows and bows can be the difficult situations that we go through. They'll always come. But we have a shield. Amen. And that's my favorite verse, by the way. So this shield is going to protect us from all that. Amen. And let's continue. If we continue the story, we see chapter 13, I mean 15, from verse 2 to 3. We see Abram having a dialogue with the Lord. Amen. He's speaking his heart to the Lord. He's telling the Lord, I have no son. He's sincere with the Lord. He comes up. He opens up to the Lord. That's something that I want us to pick today. Are you willing to open up to the Lord? Because you know, sometimes people think they are going through a lot and they can't even tell the Lord about it. My friend, the Lord always listens. He never judges. 
it may be so stupid to you, like just even thinking about it may be so stupid to you, but to the Lord, He will listen to you. He will spare that time. He won't judge you. And Abraham knew that. That's why he told him, Lord, look at me. I have no son who will be my descendant. Amen. 14, verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came to him. This man will not be your hair, but a son who is your own flesh and blood will be your hair. Amen. And what do you want us to get here? Let us start having two-way conversations with the Lord. Abram spoke. Abram spoke. Kept quiet. God was listening. Abraham because he kept quiet. God spoke. He was listening. And that's how I want us to build our conversations with God. Amen. Tell him anything. Whether you're happy, whether you are sad. Anything. And at this point, I even think Abraham had forgotten. Abraham had forgotten. Because if we read the previous chapter, God already hinted about giving him many descendants, giving him people, giving him much wealth. And verse 5, what happens? He took him outside and said, look up in the sky and count the stars. If indeed you can count them, then he said to him, so shall your offsprings be. He reminds Abraham. And that's a lot that, that we serve. He is going to remind you that he has a plan for you. Because indeed, he has a plan for you. And sometimes we always forget. Sometimes we tend to forget. But the Lord is always there to remind us. And that's the Lord that we serve. Amen. If we read through verses 6 and 7. Let me just highlight. Verses 6 to 7. Abraham believed the Lord and he credited it to him as righteousness. He also said to him, And the Lord who brought you out of all of the Chaldeans to give you this land to take possessions of it. Be faithful. It means I'm actually tired already of trusting the process. Being faithful. Abraham. Abraham remembered where he was picked from. Amen. And he trusted the Lord once more. Remember again when he was being told to leave his land. He trusted the Lord. Do you have that much trust in the Lord? And what happened? No. From being so, yes, yes, Lord, I know you can do it. Verse 8. But Abraham said, Sovereign Lord, can I know that I shall gain possession of it? Amen. The Lord had already told Abraham that I'm going to give your descendants everything. I'm going to give your descendants this land. But Abraham, as faithful as he was, he doubted. And that's the enemy. That's the weapon the enemy uses today, doubt. The Lord is telling you, I'm going to put you to A. But, the, but you're there saying, Lord, I've really never been to C. How am I going to get to A? Doubt. But it's okay to doubt. But it's not good to doubt. But it's okay to doubt. But 
Don't let your doubt overcome you. Don't let your doubt overtake you. It's human. It's human nature. But don't let your doubt overcome you. Because the moment your doubt overcomes you, that's the end. You stop having faith. And once you stop having faith, you're going. Because our relationship with God the Creator is based on faith. It's not a matter of sight, but a matter of faith. And that is what's on ground. Lastly, let's look at verse 13. Lastly, verse 13. What does verse 13 say? Then the Lord said to him, Not for certain that for 400 years your descendants will be strangers in a country, not their own, and that they will be enslaved and ill-treated there. Amen? Now imagine hearing that. You are in another place and the Lord is telling you, Why are you going for 400 years you are going to be suffering? The land I'm saying I'm going to give you for 400 years you are going to be suffering. He's telling us that tough times will come. We shall have those situations of that will break us. But I always tell my friend, let those situations define your relationship with God. Amen. I know we all we all have things that we're going through at the moment. We all have things that we're going through financially in every aspect. But this people had to wait for over 400 years. My friend, for how long have you been suffering? I don't even think half of that. But the people were patiently waiting. And if we continue to verse 14, what happens after 400 years of suffering, after 400 years of pain, after 400 years of slavery, after 400 years of mistreatment? What does the Lord say? But I'll punish the nation they serve as slaves, and thereafter, once they will come out with great possessions. Amen. The Lord is telling you, the Lord is telling me that at the end of the day, He has something in store for us. At the end of the day, He's not going to let people who make us suffer go, go, go empty, go free of church. He's going to avenge your case. Give him time. Amen. He's going to give you a reward. He's going to fulfill his promise. He's going to pick you out of that situation. Problems have come. My problems are coming. It's okay. But the Lord will remove you from that place, from, from your land of suffering, from that situation. Take time. Go to Genesis chapter 15. Think about it. Take your free time. Understand it. Feel free to write to us if you have understood. Send us an email via dailygracewithalienatyahoo.com or you can send us a direct message on Twitter or Instagram. Or you can send us a voice message via Anchor. We really want to hear from you. What have you learned today? 
I'm much like you're gonna thank you for this wonderful day. I want to thank you for the day of life. I want to thank you for the day of privilege. I want to thank you for the day's mercy. I want to thank you for the lovely time that we have shared. Father, I want to thank you for the covenant that you always make with us. Almighty loving God, we know we're going through so many situations. We're going through so many problems. But just like you assured Abraham, that at the end of the day, you are Lord of your words, you are person of your words, you will see it through with prosperity. Have complete trust and faith that you will bring it through all this. With faith, trusting and believing in the mighty name and that of your son Jesus Christ who strengthens us. Amen.